welcome to Community of Strangers. This is Luis. my little brother and I arrived in the United States in May of the year 2000. Um, we started looking for work as soon as we arrived here. At about a week after I had arrived, uh, my uncle got me an interview at a fast food restaurant. I was 16 years old. Uh, it was a McDonald's. And on a car, it would take us from my uncle's apartment to this restaurant about five to seven minutes to get there and the interview was scheduled for a Saturday at six in the morning I don't know why they wanted it they wanted to do this interview so early but anyway it was Saturday at six in the morning the previous night my dad had told me had asked me not to wake up my uncle um, to ask him for a ride he said, you know, he works long hours, just let him rest and I can I can walk with you over there. We figured that because it had taken us about five to seven minutes in a car to that restaurant, then it wouldn't take us more than 20 minutes to get there if we walked. I woke up on that Saturday at, uh, I think at five in the morning. By 5.10, I was already walking there. I didn't want to wake up my dad either since I was just going to walk. But but he woke up when, when he heard the noise. And he he started walking with me. We were going at a regular pace. Uh, and it took us about 15 to, to 17 minutes to go from one traffic light to the next. And we had to go past at least three traffic lights to get to this restaurant. We noticed that we had miscalculated the time it would take us to get there. So I started walking faster. I started to leave my dad behind. Um, I, I got to a point where I, I felt like I was going to be late for that interview. So I started running. My dad just stayed behind. I started running. And I must have arrived um, at the restaurant at about, I don't know, 6.10. So it was after 6 in the morning. And... Um, the manager told me to just sit down and wait a little bit. They were a little busy. Uh, eventually, my dad arrived um, at about 6.30. And he asked me whether you know I had been interviewed. I just told him, no, I'm waiting. They asked me to wait. So we waited another 30 minutes. By 7 in the morning, he says, my dad says, I think they've forgotten about you. Um, and I didn't want to go and ask again. I... I felt like I just had to wait. I told him, I'll, I'll just wait a little more. 7.30 uh, in the morning and they still hadn't come. So my dad stood up to go ask. And as he stood up, the manager noticed that, that I was still there. And and she said basically that she had forgotten about me and to wait a little longer because now they were they were busy with you know breakfast going on. Um, so I waited a little more. Um, at about 8 in the morning, she eventually came out with somebody uh, that was bilingual uh, to, the, to do the interview. And, you know, this guy just translated for me. And I was offered the job. And it was, uh, it was part-time. 
I was going to get paid the minimum wage, which at the time, I think it was $5.25 an hour. Um, and I would work 20 hours a week. So that's how I started working here in the U.S. And I did that for about a month. My parents eventually found um, work at a factory that would pay them, I think, $7 an hour. And they were working there while I was working at uh, McDonald's. Since they were making more money and I had the chance to go work at that same factory, I quit McDonald's after a month. And so in June, I started working in that uh, factory too. And I was making $7 an hour. You know, it was pretty good compared to the $5.25. And eventually, um, uh, August arrived, which meant that I had to um, quit that job uh, at that factory to go to school. I had enrolled in the 11th grade at a high school. And so I, I did. I, I, I quit that, um, that factory job. I started going to school in the morning and I started looking for another job. You know, we needed the money. We, we needed to have money to, to have our own place. Back then, I think we had already moved out of my uncle's apartment. Uh, we were renting a one-bedroom apartment just across from my uncle in the same apartment complex. And we were paying, I think, about uh, $500 a month for this one-bedroom apartment. It was smaller than the house that we had lived in in Peru. It was more comfortable. You know, it, it had carpet. It had a heater, uh, air conditioning. Um, but it was small, very small. And it was very old. But that's what we could afford. So I knew I had to work. So I, once I um, settled at school and I already had my classes, a month into school, I found another job Um but this time I had experience. My whole experience was pretty much, you know, the, the factory job and uh, McDonald's. So I was hired at another fast food restaurant at a Carl's Jr. And I would work also part time. Uh, and I would start work at 4 p.m. Some days I would work until 11 p.m., mainly weekdays. And um, on the weekends, um, Friday and Saturday, I would work till close. The restaurant closed at midnight. Then we had to stay and clean the kitchen and you know all the equipment there. So it would take us about, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes after midnight to, to be finished. So on the weekends, I would arrive home at, um, you know, almost one in the morning. And that's that's what it was for me. You know, it, I, I didn't complain. I didn't feel like it was an extreme situation. I knew I had to work and and that was our new reality. And I was okay with it. I again, I was sixteen years old. It it was part of our new life. Um, and I didn't obviously work full time because I was going to school. My parents wanted me wanted me to focus uh, uh, in, in school too and learn the language, and that's what I was doing. But all of this didn't help me to feel like I belonged in school. Um, you know, school just was the place for me to learn English, really. I my only friends were my ESL um, um, classmates. I had no more friends, and then I eventually made more friends, which were the friends of these ESL classmates. Um, now these are the friends that I would hang out with uh, during lunchtime. You know, I and in high school, it's really important for you to have somebody to sit next to and lunch. So those were my friends. Those those were the people that I counted with. 
Um, and and it was fine. It was, I mean, it, I mainly spoke English, Spanish with them. So through them, I didn't really learn the language. It was mainly in class or, you know, in the ESL class or in the other classes that I had. Um, but they were my support. You know, they, they were the only ones I could go for help if I needed help. Um, and, you know, I felt this pressure that I needed to do things that they wanted to do in order to be in that circle of friends. The problem was that uh, some of these folks didn't really like to stay in school. They would skip classes a lot. And I remember one day our ESL teacher didn't show up. And uh, the school decided that we would go to a Spanish class. Just go and mingle with the Spanish kids, Spanish um, class. And as soon as we learned that, I mean, I wanted to go to that class. I, I had no other place to be at. But everybody in that ESL class started to say, well, we shouldn't go. That's a very boring class. We're not going to go. And they invited me to skip that class. And they had this plan, you know, somebody was going to come and take us from this ESL classroom to, uh, we, you know, he was going to walk us to the Spanish classroom. Um, but they had made this plan that as we were walking on the hallway, they were going to go in different directions to leave school. And, um, you know, and then we wouldn't have to stay there. I... I didn't feel, I didn't want to do that. I really didn't want to leave. But this peer pressure that I had, if I don't do it, then who else is going to be my friend? You know, who who am I going to hang out with? So I had this predicament. Should I do the right thing and stay? Or should I go with them? I, I need friends in this place. I, uh, um, you know, I felt really bad for this teacher. This, this, um, I got to know this um, Spanish class teacher a little better, and she was really nice. But that day, I chose to go with my friends. Uh, it felt to me that it was really important to do what they wanted to do if I wanted to stay friends with them. And nobody told me, if you don't go with us, you're, you know, you're not going to be friends with us. They, they never said that. But this pressure that I had, that I was I was gonna let him down, that I was not gonna do what they would do, um, I felt that it would put me in a position where they didn't want to hang out with me anymore. And again, like like I told you before, it was really important for me to have someone to sit with at lunchtime. So I left. We went to to uh, one of those kids' uh, homes. I don't remember what we did. Um, we didn't do anything bad. I mean, we probably just watched TV or played video games. Um, I, I, I can't remember much of that day. All I know is that I, I really felt bad that I had left school, but I felt like I had no choice. So that, 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 was, my, that was my life at first. Uh, and I didn't really feel like I belonged in that school. Again, it was just a place for me to learn English. Until... Um, I learned that there was a tryout for the soccer team. This saved my life. I had no connection to the school other than I was there just to, you know, 
take some classes, but I, I didn't go to the activities of the school. I, I was really disconnected from anything related to the school. Um, you know, but once I found out that they had a soccer team and that I could try out, I went and didn't. It was very cold. I remember very cold. It was uh, snowing. Um, but I, I did it and I made the JV team. I, I think I told you a little bit about this in, uh, in a, a previous episode. Um, this gave me the sense of belonging that I longed for. You know, this gave me a reason to actually like the school. And I'm not talking about liking being there, but but feeling that I'm part of it. Like to feel some sort of connection with the school. Because now I I felt like I was representing the school. That I was somehow contributing to to the school by just playing soccer. So that that was that was something that helped me a lot. Hadn't it been for that? soccer team I don't know what would have happened um, I mean I I'm not a person that would would have gone would have gotten in trouble a lot that's not my personality but again this peer pressure that I had to do the same things that my friends at the time would do maybe would have t- taken me in, in the wrong path I would have probably made some uh, bad choices I don't know how bad, you know, I, I, I feel like I've, I've always tried to, to make good choices, but with peer pressure, you know, that the, you, you can make some dumb mistakes. Now with my parents supported me, they were uh, willing to help me. Uh, when I joined the soccer team, that meant that I had to work now fewer hours at this fast food restaurant. Um, I talked to the manager, told him that I had joined the soccer team. He was okay with it. He said, okay, we can rearrange your schedule uh, for your you know, uh, soccer practice and for your games. He asked me to, to um, give him a copy of the schedule for the team. I did. So he, this guy was really nice. So he helped me in that regard. And, you know, I, when, I, when I started playing for the team, um, I didn't have the expectation that my parents would be there cheering for me. I knew they had to work. I knew I had to work. So in me, there was never this expectation for my parents to be there at, at the games. Um, but I realized that um, you know, a lot of the parents for the other kids, for the um, uh, other soccer players, um, were there cheering for, for, for the team. Um, and I didn't know what you know that I needed that I to me it was something that I wasn't expecting so it meant nothing to me and I remember uh, one day in one of the first few games that we played at our school that um, we had this free kick and it was uh, you know a little bit away from the goal and I was going to take the free kick and I was thinking should I kick to score um, or or should I try to have somebody head the ball and you know take a headshot and, and score I wasn't sure and and I I decided that I was just too far away from the goal for me to try to just shoot at goal and score 
but I still kicked as hard as I could and I was hoping that somebody um, would jump and take a headshot and would score. So I kicked as far as I could and for some reason the ball went over, the, the, the goalkeeper came out of the goal and the ball went over the goalkeeper and into the net. And I scored, I had scored, I think that was my first goal. Um, and um, and it was it was great. Uh, I I braced my hands. I I noticed my my coach celebrating. And then, all of a sudden, I hear somebody behind me, um, cheering for me, uh, screaming my name. And so I I turn around, and I see this guy. Um, you know, it it probably wasn't a big cheer, but it was. It was loud enough that I that I heard it, and when I when I turned around, he was uh, raising his hands, and I recognized him, and um, it, it was um, <clears throat> sorry, I don't I don't mean to be emotional, um, but it, it was one uh, it was one of the guys from from my church, he was um, he was like an advisor to to the young kids. And, and, and that experience had a big impact on me. Um, I realized that I um, I didn't know what it was like for somebody to cheer for me at a game, and uh, I didn't know how important it was uh, for somebody to support you. Um, it it just gave a new meaning to me. Um, you know, it, it, it made me feel um, a little bit important. It obviously helped my uh, my self confidence. You know, overall, it was it was a great feeling. So, if there's something that I, I want to leave you with today, is um, you know, if you have somebody that you can support and you can cheer up, do it. Do it. It comes. It comes handy. It goes a long way. Um, it, it for some people it not be maybe as as important, but it makes a huge difference. It does make a huge difference. Um, so encourage your kids, encourage your students. If you are if you teach your students, um, not only tell them that you support them, show up, show up and support them. It'll make a it'll make a big difference. Until next time. 